0: Welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 20th, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Check me out on Twitter. Today, great episode, three days away from the draft, my final mock draft. So it's 2.0. Normally, I do three mock drafts. I try not to bombard you with a bunch of mock drafts for clickbait. But this year, with so many people dropping out of the draft, I didn't want to just hit you with four and five mock drafts, so I just waited for people to drop out, and now here we are, boom, the draft is here. So, mock draft 2.0, I'm not going to waste your time going over each prospect for 10 minutes. I've talked about this prospects all offseason, so let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Number one, you all know, unfortunately, you now what I'm saying, uh, the number one pick, it goes to the San Antonio Spurs. They won a lottery. They did not tank all these years and give up an all-star point guard to draft another amazing, incredible all-star point guard. The Spurs are going with Victor Wembeyama with the first pick in the draft, the seven-foot-five, incredible athlete, the player that we've seen, none like any other, if that makes sense. He's one of a kind for the most part. Um, you know, he can do everything on the court, and they're hoping to hit a home run with him. If his health doesn't fail him, if his body holds up, the Spurs could have the next generational player with Victor Wimbayama. So that everybody knows that. We're going straight on to number two. Number two with the Charlotte Hornets. I have them selecting Scoot Henderson. There's a lot of debate whether they should take Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson or trade the pick. Try to get the Pelicans want to move up. A lot of teams want to move up right now. It's a lot of talk around draft world draft twitter all this stuff rumors speculation the Hornets should just take the best player in this draft in my opinion which is scoot henderson the six two point guard from the g league ignite just dynamic incredible point guard that can transform a franchise you know can he play with Lamelo? we will see i think he can too good for the hornets to pass up at number two Number three, the Blazers, if they keep this pick, I haven't selected Brandon Miller. The last I heard was they probably will keep it unless they get blown away. But if they keep it, he'll fit the team fine, like perfectly, actually. You know, along with Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, and Brandon Miller. I mean, that's a two, three, and four or a one, three, and four, uh, one, two, and three that could carry this team to the future. And then if you trade Dame. I mean, look out, the, the players can go some places because they're not going anywhere with Dame right now unless they get two guaranteed starters for this third pick. So I don't know. Number four, I have Amen Thompson going to the Rockets, still my number three prospect in this draft. I'll do my big board tomorrow. and You'll see the big board. It was the, I was debating whether to do the mock or the big board first, but news is slowly breaking about the mock draft. And so I don't want to have my mock draft in after you already know (laughs) the majority of guys that are going to be picked. But to me, Amen is a slam dunk for the Rockets. The issue would be if they bring in James Harden. But even if they bring in James Harden, select Amen Thompson, unless you're trading a pick. Six, seven point guard, dynamic, one of the players, one of the few players in this draft where you watch his tape and it's like, oh my God, yeah, that's that guy. Amen Thompson needs to work on the shot, but the Rockets could have something with Amen Thompson Uh, I got him as (laughs) Scoot right here on the list Bro Scoot twice But That's Amen Thompson Number 5 I have the Pistons Taking Taylor Hendricks Yes Taylor Hendricks He should go to the Pistons at number 5 There's a lot of talk about who the Pistons Should take I don't think There's any question about that Taylor Hendricks is incredible. The six nine four from UCF shot forty almost forty percent from three. He's six foot nine, play power four, uh, he almost two blocks per game. I mean, what more could you want from a prospect? Tall, long, rangy. People are talking about him going ten or twelve. He's the fifth best prospect in this draft class. I've said it since day one. Easy fit uh, with the Pistons too because they have durn at the five. He can't shoot. Put Hendricks in him beside him. He can shoot. Boom, boom. Easy call right there. I love that bit. With Taylor okay, like Hendricks. Number six, Keontae George. That's right. Keontae George to the magic. And me moved up my list. I talked about it when I did my player comp show. It was pretty clear to me. Like, I knew he had it in him. But I was like, is he Jaden Hardy or is he Donovan Mitchell? And if you look at the tape more thoroughly... This guy could be the next Donovan Mitchell, and he's taller than him. Uh, so look out. But Keontae George from Baylor, you know, six foot four, 200 pounds, dynamic score, can do anything you want on the court offensively, great athleticism. I would love to see him with the Magic. The Magic needs a shooting guard. He can come in and fill that role. He can carry the role of point guard a little bit at times as well. But the main position of need for the Magic is point guard, I mean, it's shooting guard. So, A lot of people want them to get a three-point shooter. He shoots it at a pretty good clip at 34%, and that could improve. Magic take the best player on the board. You do not want to go through this draft and think, man, we could have had Keontae George, but we went with a shooter, you know, that's not as great. So you don't want to regret that. Like Utah got a steal uh, when they got Donovan Mitchell because a lot of teams passed on him. So that was one through six. Uh, I'll do some recaps later on because I'm going to do both rounds. We're going through it, y'all. But I'm (laughs) still not going to keep you here all day. Number seven, the Pacers. I have them selecting Cam Whitmore. For a lot of people, that would be him falling a little bit. But it seems pretty right to me. He was probably one of the harder guys to evaluate because I could see the good and I could see how it could not work out in the NBA as well. Cam Whitmore from Villanova, 6'7", 230 pounds. Great size, great weight, great defensive capabilities. He's not a great shooter, uh, but he's solid at it. Uh, you know, he he made 34%, but he's not the shooter Keontae George is at 34%. You know what I'm saying? And he still has a lot to work on, but I think he will fit the Pacers roster very well and fit in right at the small forward position. And they'll have one, two, and three locked up right there. Number eight, a bit of a surprise, Kobe Bufkin from Michigan. Have him going to the Wizards. The Wizards just made one of the worst trades of all time, getting rid of Bradley Beal. So they have a hole at the one. They could possibly have a hole at the two. We'll see what happens with that draft pick from last year. But Kobe Buckingham could come in and play dual roles, the one and the two. So I think when I did my comparison episode on him, I saw Tyrese Maxey. So think of all the teams that pass up on Tyrese Maxey when he went 21st. And originally, I had Kobe Bufkin around 21st, 24th in this draft. But when you watch more tape, you're able to see more things and evaluate your prospects a little differently. And I can see that Tyrese Maxey comp very well. And he's a little bit taller than Tyrese Maxey. So as well, that could be an incredible find for the Wizards or anyone in the top 10 at this point. And I think it'll be a steal. Next, the Jazz around the clock. I have him selecting Grady Dick. And doesn't he just seem like a Utah Jazz type of player? Some have compared him to Gordon Hayward. He was tremendous for the Jazz. They could be getting the next one. But I think he, you know, Gordon Hayward, people forget, he was very athletic as well. Grady Dick is athletic, can shoot, all that good stuff. So can handle the ball, not going to be uh, using the booze on defense. So, He'll fit right in with this Utah Jazz team, Grady Dick. Number 10, I still have the math selecting Gigi Jackson. They need a big, they can score. Gigi Jackson is not a ready now player necessarily because he's so young, one of the youngest players in his class at 18. But he fits that power forward role and is not just a guy that's there. He could be dynamic, averaging 15.6 boards, and he can shoot the three at 32.5%. For a big man, that's great. Uh, you know, I, when I watched this tape, I'm like, he's not that different than, you know, the guys ranked ahead of him. Uh, but, you know, there were some things he needs to work on. Either way, I think the Mavs, no one at this 10 spot for the Mavs is going to come in and help them win anything. So get the position you need and one of the best talents in the class. Number 11, I have the Magic taking Bryce Sensabaw. Dynamic score from Ohio State. Shot 40% from three. That's what you want to see. Very natural basketball player. Tremendous score. People are worried about his defense. I'm not worried about his defense because of the way he can put up the ball. There's been reports of him having medical issues. So if he falls in the draft, I don't think it'll be because of defense. I think it'll be because of medical. But I think he checked out to be okay as well. Just a lot of news and conjecture about Bryce Sensabal, whether he can go – Is high at 11 or fall in the 20s. We will see, but he's one of the top 12 talents in his class for sure. Number 12, I have Leonard Miller going to the OKC Thunder. I got OCK Thunder, you know what I mean? I'll go ahead and fix that though (laughs) for the haters. But Leonard Miller to the OKC Thunder, you know, another big with Chet. You know, he's skinny like Chet as well, though. Not as skinny, but, you know, Chet is probably going to need a banger in there with him to help him hold down defense, just like Victor Wimbayama will with the Spurs. There is no one in that range for that. So why not take another guy that can come in and play with Chet or off of Chet or behind Chet, but Leonard Miller, we know he's ready. He averaged a double-double in the G League as a 19-year-old. He came a long way from last year. OKC is great at developing players. I think he will continue to get better in their program. Number 13, Jalen Hood Shafino have him going to the Raptors. Fred Van Fleet appears to be out of there. They need a point guard. Jalen Hood is six foot six. Incredible point guard. I think he's better than a Anthony Black, who as you've seen so far has not been drafted. Jalen Hood Shafino will be a great fit for the Raptors. They're already one of the biggest, longest, rangiest teams in the league. They'll be adding a six six point guard when you have Fred Van Fleet, who was like six one. That's 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 what you're looking for right there. So him and Scottie Barnes, I mean, it's going to be hard to score on those guys. Next, for 14, I have the Pelicans taking Jairus Walker. That's a bit of a change from my last draft. Um, you know, I think I would love for them to take Imani Bates, but it looks like Imani Bates is not going this high. And Jarrett, talking about Jairus Walker going fifth or sixth, so I had to move him up a little bit. I had Jairus Walker going around 19, so... Best I can do is 14 right here for you with the Pelicans. You know, when Zion's out, he can come in and fill that role. And I don't just mean out injured when he's on the bench, anything like that. But it's going to be hard for him to be a starter on this team. But he's still great value and great protection for Zion if he's there or if he's not there. And Jarrett Walker can do a lot in the post or the perimeter. Teams seem to love him. I think 14 is still high for him, but we will see. Number 15, I have the Hawks taking Noah Clowney. Great projection right there. I got a gnat in here Let's keep flying around me because it's dark in here with the light on me. But I have the Hawks taking Noah Clowney. 6'10", Ford from Alabama. His future is so bright. Uh, reminds me of a little bit of Chris Bosh with the Heat. To where, you know, not Chris Bosh with the Raptors, but could he get there? That would be great. But he has a lot of potential, and the Hawks don't really need anyone. When they draft rookies, they normally don't play. And then the last one they did, A.J. Griffin, he played well. But, I mean, that's just one more spot that's going to make it harder for a guard to come in and play. So, take a big that can take some relief off of Clint Capella, John Collins. John Collins could be out of the door. He can develop behind those guys great fit. Number 16, Anthony Black finally comes off the board. Now, Anthony Black, six seven, point guard from Arkansas. Everyone loves him for the top 10. I think I have him going 16 to the Jazz. That's more of where he should go. Good playmaker, does everything well, nothing really great, not really a special talent, but he can come in and fill a role. He could possibly evolve into a great starting point guard, but I think he's more of a in-betweener. I don't know if he's going to play point guard 100%. We will see. Utah will be getting their guy at 16. And if he pans out, that'll be a steal. Number 17, the Lakers, I have them taking Jordan Hawkins. There's some other guys you might could say they should take. I'm going to name a more talented guy next at 18. But the Lakers, they have LeBron. They have AD. They're not looking for the next superstar. They're looking for roles, players to fill a role specifically. I think Jordan Hawkins will do that. The Lakers are always clamoring about how they need shooting. Jordan Hawkins shot 39% from three, and he's a lights-out shooter, whether on the ball, spotting up, or off of a running around everywhere, off around the court, uh, like Rip Hamilton back in the day. Incredible cutter in Jordan Hawkins, and shoots it so quick, lightning fast. He'll fit great with the Lakers. That's what they're looking for. Next, I have the Heat with derek Whitehead, one of my favorite prospects in this class. He's just had some injuries. People, uh, you know, he shot 42% from three. Had a second foot surgery. He's going to be out. and He'll miss summer league, but he'll be ready for the season. But a lot of teams are concerned, will he be ready to play? Will he have lingering foot issues or any type of issues? We don't know, but that's too good for the Heat to pass up. The Heat cruise through the regular season, so they don't need to put a lot of pressure on Derek to play. And if he gets healthy, look out. This is more of a scoring punch for Miami. Number 19, I have the Warriors selecting Bilal Koulibaly from France, Victor's teammate. You know, he's six foot, he measured at six foot six originally. That's what they had him reported as, but now they're saying he's six foot eight. That helps a lot. Uh, at six foot six, I wouldn't have had him going here. They're loaded at the two. But you have Bilal Kulabali coming there at six foot eight. He can come in and fill that Andre Igodala role for the Warriors. And, you know, it'll be more of a future type of thing. Steph may be on the decline by the time Bilal is running things, but it will be well worth the selection here because they're not really looking for anyone to come in and start. That's a rookie. So he'll be a guy that can develop, come in, provide. That length, that wingspan, and he's a pretty good shooter as well. So Bilal at nineteen, number twenty, City Sudoko City, City Sizoko from the Rockets. That's who I have the Rockets selecting. The six eight four from the G League night, very athletic young man. The Rockets could use an upgrade at small four. If he hits his ceiling, he will be a great pick for them. He has everything in his package. He just needs to put it all together. There's been talks the Rockets may not keep this pick, but if they do, take City, Sizzoko. Y'all want to go over the top 20 real quick? Let's do it. Number one, I have Victor Wimiana. <laughs> Victor Wimiana. School Henderson, Brandon Miller, A-Man Thompson, Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George to the Magic. Cam Whitmore, Kobe Buffkin, Grady Dick, JG Jackson, Bryce Sensabaugh, Leonard Miller, Jalen Hushfino, Jairus Walker, Noah Clowney to the Hawks. Anthony Black, Jordan Hawkins, Dariq Whitehead, Bilal Koulibaly, City Sizoko to the Rockets. Now, let's go to number 21. Another guy that a lot of people have in the top 10, Asar Thompson. I have him going to the Nets. Yes, I do. I can't fit him in that top 20. I mean, a lot of people want him there. I don't see it. It's hard, But I have him going to the Nets. They have two picks back-to-back. I think he'll be a great shot right there for him. He can, he can come in and start for the Nets. They're not in win-now uh, position right now because they are in a rebuild. And if he goes to the Nets, uh, that would be a great fit. Ah, number 22, the Nets, like I said, back on the clock. Casey Wallace, another guy people think could be going in the lottery, but I don't think so. <laughs> I think he'll be a good guard. He can come in and possibly start there. Not many teams he could possibly start on, in my opinion. But if they get Asar and Casey Wallace, they'll have the one, two, three, and five positions down for the future. And the next future could be right. Number 23, I have the Blazers taking Jet Howard. Love his game. 37% from three. The 684 from Michigan. He plays like LaMelo. He plays like Carmelo on offense. Uh, he's a really good player. Uh, and I think it'll be a steal for the Blazers. And at this point, they would be getting back up depth probably because he wouldn't start over Brandon Miller. But if Brandon Miller could play the four, Jay Howard can play the three, but Dame would lose his mind with all these rookies. So we'll see what happens. Next, I have the Kings selecting Imani Bates. I originally had him going to the Pelicans, uh, and I think that would be a good fit. But this could be an even better fit for Imani Bates, the 6'9", all around player from Eastern Michigan because he would be going with Mike Brown. Mike Brown is a no nonsense coach. The the Kings are not looking for a starter, especially at pick 24. If Imani Bates can develop into what he is supposed to, the Kings could be getting a star. You know, a lot of stars don't go to Sacramento in free agency. I mean it never happens. They drafted De'Aaron Fox. They traded for DeMontis Sabonis. They could have Imani Bates and grow him, like have a homegrown superstar or just really good player. Because I mean, with uh, 6'9, uh, you know, he's skinny, but 6'9, long wingspan, plays like a street ball version of Brandon Ingram, reaches his full potential, could be a Kevin Durant type. You have to take that at 24, in my opinion. Number 25, the Grizz, on the other hand, are looking for someone. They can come in and possibly give them some spot minutes. Not looking for a starter. They don't really want any rookies. But why not take a 22-year-old junior? Jalen Wilson from Kansas, 6'8", 4, shot 34% from 3. as NBA range. Uh, really nice game, 20 points per game in college. He's a ready-to-play guy right now. Perfect for the Grids. 26, I have the pace of taking Trace Jackson Davis. I have him ranked around 30th or so but it's not that many bigs in this class worth going in the first round Trace Jackson Davis averaged 21 points per game and 11 boards per game he can come in Indiana learn potentially start pretty early on and be a very athletic big man that can help them you know in their transition to the future because they're not looking for the playoffs this year but they will have a lot of talent if they get Trace Jackson Davis 27, the Hornets are back on the clock. At this point, you can't just go for position because there's a lot of guards left on the block. And, you know, not every team needs a guard, but every team does need shooting. Julian Strother from Gonzaga, the 6'7 guard, shots 41% from three. He could have been around this pick last year. He decided to come back to school, improve his game. He did so. Nice package of moves. One of the best shooters in the class and a good defender. You have to take that with the Hornets at 27. 28, Maxwell Lewis. Love his game. I originally had him going to the Kings, uh, but now I have him going to the Jazz at 28. He can come in and start or play off the bench. He's a flashy two guard, a lot of skill, a lot of talent, but he could use some polishing as well. So you got time to do that with Utah. He might have to play behind Oche Paji, but they could fight it out for the starting shooting guard. Next, the Pacers back on the clock. I have them taking Chris Murray from Iowa. Average 20 points and eight boards per game. Solid shooter. Old school type of game. He should fit right in. The Pacers still need a small forward. I had him taking uh, Cam Whitmore earlier. So they'll just have two guys there now that have depth. But Chris Murray, I don't know if he's going to be coming in as a starter or pretty much on any team. So why not play for the Pacers? Best player available right there. And number 30, Marcus Sasser to the Clippers. The Clippers need a point guard. Marcus Sasser's not just any point guard. I think he's dynamic. I think he's incredible. He plays like Damian Lillard in college. Will he be able to do that in the NBA? I don't know. But he's one of the most talented players in this class. People may hate that he's 6'2", but that's the only negative you really can say about him. You know, he shot 38% from three. Great, great player. Next, I have the Pistons taking Tristan Vucevic, the international Serbian, 20 years old, shot 40% from three. He plays a little bit too much on the perimeter, but he can come in and put Pistons knee shooting. And, you know, if he can play a little bit of the three, I mean, that's really, really nice. But if he can play the four, he can back up Taylor Hendricks, who I had him selecting earlier, and fit well with the team. Go ahead and do it. 32, the Pacers, like I said, they just have four picks in the top 30-something picks. I have them on the board. You have to take the best player available, and that's Nick Smith from Arkansas. 6'5 guard, shot 34% from three. The streaky shooter, but when he gets hot, look out. Next, I have the Spurs at 33, taking Kobe Jones from Xavier. Good all-around guard, 15.6 boards, 4.5 assists per game, 38% from three. He's 21 years old. I think he'll be, to, be ready to come in and run a team with Victor Wimbayama. There's not too many other point guards that I would come in and trust for Victor Wimbayama. And he can play point order, too. And you know, if Marcus Sash is on the board, you have to take him. But if not, Kobe Jones to the Spurs at 33. 34, i got Charlotte taking Terquavion Smith from NC State. And he'll be a backup guard, but he can come in off the bench and light it up. He's similar to Jamal Crawford. Skinny, but the Hornets could use a backup point guard if they don't keep Dennis Smith Jr. He can come in off the bench, light it up. 35, the Celtics have, I have them taking a big man, Derek Lively, to help out. You know, Robert Williams is only like 6'9". Al Horford is almost retired. Why not take Derek Lively if he's there? A lot of people are saying he's in the lottery. I don't see it. He's raw. Five points, five boards per game. Uh, He should not be in the lottery. (laughs) <laughs> You're just doing everything off potential right there. But if you say so, but I think he'll fit good with the Celtics and they could use them, work him in there good. 36, the Magic are back on the clock again. I have not taken Ben Shepard. That's the three-point shooting they're looking for. They already got Bryce Sensorball. The they already got Keontae George. Get another guard, Br- Ben Shepard. Incredible shooter, 41% from three. He's a senior, lethal three-point shooter, clutch player. And do everything on the court you're looking for. 37. This is a trade. You know, Denver Nuggets did not have this trade. They traded with OKC. It's debatable. I don't know if OKC should have did this, but they did it because there was still some talent on the board for them. But they traded this pick for future assets. And the Nuggets are on the clock. I have them go ahead and take the best point guard left in the class, Grant Sherfield from Oklahoma. He's a guy that doesn't really get talked about that much. But he's really good and he averaged 16 points per game. His only knock is he's six foot two, but he shot 39% from three. Great shooter, smart player, creates separation out there. And I mean, I think he would be if I originally had him going around 40th to Phoenix, uh, 40 something to Phoenix, uh, because he would have been a back, a great backup for Chris Paul to learn from. And when Chris Paul comes out, he goes in, but now, that's over it in Phoenix. So Denver needs a backup point guard. They had Reggie Jackson. He, he got a bunch of DNPs for the most part. They drafted Bones Highland. They traded him away. So get a solid point guard. If you're going to trust a rookie, this would be one to trust. He's a senior as well, so he's not a baby. 38, have the Kings taking, the Sacramento Kings taking James Naji. People love him. If he's at this range, which I think he should be, I can see the Kings taking him, having a center to uh, pair with DeMontis Sabonis, but they have a center that's better than him in the G League, Nimi Escada. But everyone loves James Nagy, so they could fight it out and see who becomes the center of the future for this team. But it's well worth the risk right here at 38 for the Kings to take James Nagy, the raw big man from Barcelona. 39, I have the Hornets taking Kobe Brown, a team with multiple picks. They won't use all these picks. They probably won't make all these picks, but if they do, take the best player on the board, Kobe Brown, 6'7 guy from Missouri, lights-out shooter, great size. Uh, If he can fit into a position, find his role in the NBA, great role player. Number 40, the Nuggets, I have not taken Muhammad Gay from Washington State, one of the best big men in this class. 6'11 for Washington State. Like I said, average 14 and 8. Um, you want to see more blocks from him, only average one block per game, but he can also shoot the three, 28% from three. That sounds bad, but for a center, that's really good. He was hard to stop in college. Muhammad Gay would be a great backup point, uh, backup center for the Nuggets. All right, that's 40. Let's, so I guess I did, let's repeat 20 through 40. I did 1 through 20 for y'all. 20, Rockets, City Sizoko, then Osara Thompson, Kason Wallace, Jed Howard, Imani Bates, Jalen Wilson, Trace Jackson Davis, Julian Strother, Maxwell Lewis, Chris Murray, 30 was the Clippers with Marcus Sasser. 31, Tristan Vucevic, Nick Smith, Kobe Jones, Terquavion Smith, Derek Lively, Ben Shepard, Grant Sherfield, James Naji, Kobe Brown, and Mohamed Gay at 40. Now let's go to 41. The Hornets are back on the clock again. (laughs) It's ridiculous how many uh, picks some of these guys have, but let's hope they don't waste them. I have the Hornets taking Vincent Valerio Bodan, a 6'10 Hungarian. Uh, Really great player, international player that's not talked about at all. He can do a lot of things with the ball, very smart, crafty player, and he's not raw, so He probably should go higher than this. It's just not a lot of film on him, not a lot of talk about him, but he is a special talent. Don't know if he'll stay over here, but he deserves to be NBA ready. He's an NBA prospect, in my opinion. Next, the Wizards have him selected, Amari Moore from San Jose State, Just blessed player on the board. They need a shooting guard as well now, but I had him here before that, (laughs) before Bill got traded, but... Amari Moore, average 17.5 points per game, five boards, five assists. Explosive athlete, you have to take him at that 42nd 40 spot. 43, Adam Sanogo, have him going to Portland. They could use a big man to come in there and provide some force and some inside scoring. He has shot, he has touch, he does work in the paint. He has a promising future. So that would be a steal for Portland to get Adam Sanogo from UConn. The Spurs going international with Burke Bajutensel from Turkey. Very impressive shooter and can handle the ball. Whether he stays over here or not, that's the Spurs MO, Burke Cell. 45, the Memphis uh, Grizzlies, I believe the Grizzlies. I have Memphis Phoenix right here for some reason. But I have him taking Amari Bailey from UCLA. Really good guard, Uh Kind of underperformed at UCLA, but still, he's good. 39% from three. Uh, great pedigree. He's a safe player. No matter what, he's going to be safe. But if he reaches the ceiling, Memphis could have steal here. Or Phoenix, whoever has that pick. I don't know. Number 46, Atlanta. Have them taking Ryan repair from France. This is around the time you could take a risk on him. The Hawks don't have any positions for starters. Really, even for bench players. So, if Ryan Repair can crack the lineup, great. If he can't, have him uh, stay in the G League. So, this is the time for that at 46. 47, Azulos tobelis to the Lakers. He's a really good 6'11", forward slash center, averaged 20 and 9, and shot the ball well from three, 31%. Really good shooter, nice around the rim, uh, you know, uh, Nice touch, nice movement. He'll be a great backup, power, uh, power forward or center for the Lakers because, like I said, he has that shooting as well. 48, Jordan Walsh to the Clippers. Just a versatile, all-around player. Nothing special. He'll be a good role player for them with great wingspan and size. Uh, but that's about it. And that's all they need if they keep being a PG and Kawhi, they don't need someone to come in and score. They got the point guard who I just drafted, Marcus Sasser, PG, Kawhi, have Jordan Walsh come in off the bench, play defense. 49, the Cavaliers, I have not taking Jordan Miller from Miami. Really impressed with him. When I was watching tape and I was getting to Miami players, I couldn't wait to see Isaiah Wong. But then I saw Jordan Miller, and I was like, whoa, he's he's way better than Isaiah Wong. Jordan Miller, 6'6", average 15-6 and per game, 35% from three, clutch player, good all-around player, great size and athleticism. If he can come in and compete for that small forward role, that would be great. If not, off the bench, he can help this team, you know, because they play a lot of guys that are average at that small forward role. And, you know, Jordan Miller can come in and help him out and, you know, just back up Donovan Mitchell. 50, the OKC Thunder have Colin Castleton. From Florida, they can use a center. Here's a center, average 16 and eight with three blocks per game. He could be really good, especially in OKC. I think he'll fit fine. Good paint mover. Gets blocks, has nice touch. There you go. Let's go from 41 to 50 one more time. Vincent Valerio Bodon, Amari Moore, Adam Sanogo, Burke Boyoktencell, Amari Bailey, Ryan Rupert, Azulas Tubelis, Jordan Walsh, Jordan Miller, Colin Castleton. Let's go to the last eight prospects. I'm going to go to 10, though. I'm going to say 10 of them for you because two guys, two teams forfeited a pick. I'm going to tell you who they should have picked if they had the pick because that's what I do. But, no, 51. The Nets are on the clock. I have not taken Andre Jackson. People are high on Andre Jackson. But, really, it's just the raw athleticism that they're going after. He's a great dunker, super leaper, but really just out there as an athlete. Uh, but he shot 28% from three, which is not good as a junior. But he shot 36, 36% from three as a sophomore. So, is he somewhere in between? If so, the Nets could possibly um, develop him in the G League and see what they have. Next, the Suns are on the clock. I haven't taken Brandon Podzinski. AirPods is what they call him. He could come in. I mean, he could possibly start for this team now that they have no point guard. I doubt it, but he'll be a good backup point guard. But he averaged 20 and nine. At Santa Clara and shot forty four percent from three, so that's great. He if he is on Phoenix, you know he's not looking to score necessarily. He's a distributor. He's always looking for the open man. If he has a score, he can score. But getting the ball to see to hmm, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, now Bradley Beal, he'll fit right in. Uh, he might look like Steve Nash out there. <laughs> but number fifty three, the Minnesota Timberwolves haven't taken real Richard Will Richard. From Florida, uh, 40% from three, tremendous shooter, great at getting open, great ball handling. Uh, if he can play point for Minnesota, that would be great, but he might be a tweener at six we'll see. But either way, he can back up Anthony Edwards if he's just a shooting guard. The Kings are on the clock at 54. I have him taking Ricky Council, 6'6", guard from Arkansas, average 16 points per game. Needs to upgrade his three-point positioning, but he's a flashy, powerful dunker. Uh, Solid player overall. Probably won't play much for Sacramento, but best player on the board. He's a superstar when he's driving to the rack, so I would love to see him continue to develop. 55, I have the Pacers taking Julian Phillips from Tennessee. A lot of people love him, but I went over him in my overrated show. Uh, Not great stats, not a great shooter. Just seems like a G League player to me. Indiana has all these picks. He won't play for Indiana. He'll be in the G League and he might be like Sheree Cooper, who was in the G League, drafted by the Hawks. It was on a one year thing. The next thing you know, he's on the Cavs G League team. So like, he never really even got to prove anything and stay with that first team that drafted him. Julian Phillips could be in that boat. We'll see. 56, the Grizz on the clock, having taken Nadir Hippie or Nadir Hi-Fi from France, the small guard. Small because he's somewhere between 6'1 and 6'3. No official measurement that I've seen. Uh, really good young point guard. Plays below the rim, but he can do everything you want for a point guard. If he stays international, that's fine. If he comes over here, he could take a year or so and develop and become something for this team. We will see. Next would have been the Chicago Bulls, but they forfeited their because of because of tampering. I would have had him taking Justin Powell from Washington State, a guy I guarantee you never heard of, but he's six foot six, nice handle and control of the ball, good playmaker, makes great passes. You know, mainly that shooting is what you want to see. He'll be an excellent pick for any NBA team. Uh definitely a player that will fit the modern NBA, Justin Powell. Philly is next on the clock. If they had this pick, they do not. It's forfeited, but I would have had them taking Marquise Noel, the 5'8 point guard from Kansas State. Led his team almost to the championship, but he averaged 17 points per game, eight assists per game. That's one of the tops in college basketball. Won all of the awards you could win. Clutch performer. He's a winner. He's a gamer. Philly could use a backup point guard. Just You just have to wonder if can a backup point guard that's 5'7, five, 5'8 five, flourish in today's NBA? worked in the past, but the t- the players are just taller now. It could be it could be rough, but I'll go back to tell you every time I mention his name, he abused Kaysom Wallace in college in the tournament. So this was a game that mattered. Kaysom Wallace couldn't stay with them. So I think Marquise Noel can prosper in the NBA if given a chance. Next, the Wizards are back on the clock. Why not take a big Olivier Maxence Prosper. He played great at the Combine. He was not dynamic to me in college, but he was just a solid player with good size and shooted three pretty well for his size. Why not take the risk on him? He could develop and become something for you. Olivier Max is prosper. And last but not least, the Milwaukee Bucks with the fifty-eight selection, I have them taking Keontae Johnson. They're a team looking to go to the championship. They're not looking for a developmental piece. He's a fifth-year senior. 40% from three, so average 17 and seven. You have to fit him playing with Marquise Noel. I think he can fit well with the team, especially if Chris uh, Middleton is gone. Deontay Johnson can come fill a role and he can develop uh, somewhere, or he can fill a role with the Milwaukee Bucks because they're, you know, being 22 years old is a good thing for them. 23 years old, five years in college. His issue was he had a heart problem, he collapsed on the court. Went in a coma. That's going to scare teams away. He's around at 58. Milwaukee has to take that selection and roll with it. Repeating 51 through 58. 51 Nets, Andre Jackson, then Brandon Podzimski, Will Richard, Ricky Council, Julian Phillips, Nadir Hippie, Olivier, Max Prosper, and Keontae Johnson. That's omitting the two that I just threw in there for the forfeited picks, which only hurts the players you have to stop penalizing players for teams tampering 60 guys should hear their name called we're gonna only hear 58 and that just needs to stop because i can name some more players that are deserving to be drafted that are not and it's just not right do you want to hear a couple of them (laughs) i'll give them to you let's see Jaime Jaquez, a lot of people love him. Like, and like I said, Justin Powell and Marquise Noel will not be drafted. Let's see who else. Um, you know, Marcus Bagley pretty good player. Uh, Chase Audige, Jacob Toppin, Adam Flagler, uh, Demoy Hodge, Mike Miles, Isaiah Wong, Jalen Pickett, Oscar Toshibwe, Hunter Tyson, Malachi Smith. The list goes on and on, but these guys will be in the G League on two-way contracts. We'll see what happens. But that is my mock draft 2.0 from the All-Rookie Podcast. It is midnight. Hope you enjoyed that. You know, I did skim through these prospects because I have covered them all off-season, Talked about them in the last 10 or so episodes. If you want to hear more in depth, you can go back and listen to those episodes. They're all titled, and they're going to have these players in them. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Williamsville to hear more or I can answer specific questions. Thank you so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Subscribe, please. I would appreciate it. And the draft is almost here. We'll see you soon. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.